Welcome to the Lead From Within podcast with your host, J. Neil Mystery. This podcast is a vehicle for you to live life true to yourself and in integrity with your greatness. Hello and welcome to my weekly episode of Three Things I Learned Last Week. These episodes are essentially a flick through into my personal journal over the last week and just kind of picking out my core insights and reflections. Um, This is something which I do on a weekly basis. It allows me to kind of bring out the core learnings from my week. And by me sharing it with you, hopefully it will allow you to reflect um, on your life and your performance and your uh, way of being and doing things in the world. Um, So here we go. So last week actually um, was an interesting week because I when I put myself in, in different environments um, than I'm normally used to. And so I attended a, a really cool uh, business lunch um, with a number of different business owners and entrepreneurs, which is really cool in London. Uh, also went to work in a different environment. Um, and it, it's just really interesting because as I reflect back on my week, whenever I put myself in new environments, it allows me to create space for new ideas, for, in, for inspiration, for conversations. Um, and not every single time does conversations happen where I was like, oh my God, that completely changed the way I saw something. And, and that's not what I'm expecting, but it just allows me to create that space to allow more insights and um, you know, better ways of thinking or a different way of thinking to come through. Um, and so the, 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 the environments which I went into this week um, all that I put myself in was really cool just for me to number one get out my own head because as many of you um, may be working alone or you may be working with the same team on a daily or weekly basis um, having conversations with people who are not in the same industry as you who are not um, used to your normal way of being and working who don't know you that well it just allows you to connect with new people, but also uh, have a fresh insight and perspective on things. Um, And it also allows me to see where my ideas, my thoughts, my, um, yeah, I guess my ideas, essentially how they land with other people from different backgrounds, from different industries. Um, And so that was really cool. And I guess the main learning is, you know, when, when I put myself in new environments i feel different i feel different and so then when i connect with this different feeling or a different energy i can create from this new energy or from this new place or this new feeling and then then i can achieve new results and so what does this mean in day-to-day life well when i put myself in a new place of work or a new office or a new co-working space, I feel different. Some I feel more creative, others I feel more focused. Regardless of what the feel, I mean, well, regardless of what the what the environment is, what is important is the feeling, is the state of being, is the energy I'm in. And so when I can put myself in environments where I feel inspired, I feel creative, I feel focused, I feel peaceful, I feel in a high-performing mindset, then Obviously, that's going to be very healthy for me and business and work and productivity. 
um, when I put myself in a, a new environment, as I had recently done over the last few months as I moved house, a new environment as a gym. So where I train, that's also changed in the last few months. And I was just reflecting on environments and I thought, oh, wow, this is a really cool reflection that, you know, as I changed my gym, so from a college gym to a um, professional weight training gym, that also affected my training as I saw people around me um, training differently, being more focused with their training, lifting heavier weights, um, training harder, essentially, that made me elevate my game and my training and who I'm being at the gym. Another environment um, is, you know, where we live. That also obviously affects the way that we feel and energy that we're in. And so there's different parts um, in, in our lives where we can kind of assess what environments am I putting myself in? And obviously not every single time it's very easy to change our environments, but we can put ourselves in micro environments on a weekly basis where we consciously are putting ourselves in, in different environments and more and environments to match what we want as outcomes. And so it, that was just a reflection um, in terms of the power of, of environment, because ultimately your external environment, the conversations that have you, that, that are being had around you, ultimately affects or, or at least influences the internal environment in our own minds. And so if we're in, in a, working in a place where it's extremely negative, where people are um, kicking each other in the back and, uh, you know, putting each other down and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And obviously that, that's going to affect our internal environment. And obviously that will affect our performance. And so if you're someone in an organization or a leader in an organization and you want to have a, you know, if you want to maximize output, then of course you, the environment that is created in the organization is going to be so important. You know, um, it's, it's all about the culture. And so same thing goes in our personal lives. For those of you who uh, are more focused on, you know, improving your, your, your performance personally, um, as well as professionally, have a think about your environment. And um, I guess the question to reflect on is where What's the, what, what's the right question here? So it's, the, the question is, where do I need a change of environment? Because ultimately, you know what it is that you desire. You know what you're working towards. And even if you don't, that's something you may want to be doing is to find more clarity in what you're working towards. And so that may need a new environment just to figure that out. So what environment of yours needs changing? And what kind of environment would you love to create for the output that you would like to have? Those, those are the questions to reflect on at that point. Cool. The second thing is um, I noticed myself, as I always do, <laughs> working on many projects at the same time. That's, that, I mean, that's just what I love. I, work, I love working on different things, you know, podcast, coaching, consulting work, life, organizing travel, all kinds of stuff that's going on. Many of us are spinning many plates. And so sometimes I do catch myself and I did this this week where I'm, I'm busy being busy and I notice myself being busy and sometimes I, I do that as an excuse to avoid the work, which I really need to do. And I sometimes notice that and I have this awareness of that. And so I have to come back to what I really want to do. 
and whatever you want to create. And so this week, I, I noticed myself being busy. And but an interesting reflection that I had personally was, I need to take ownership of my state of being. Is that if if I'm being busy, if I am busy, then that's who I'm deciding to be, is busy. Or if 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 unconsciously, I am settling to be busy. And so, whether it be unconscious or conscious, ultimately my being state is busy. And so the results that I'm creating is coming from a busy place. And so a reflection I had for me personally of over my state of being this week was, well, what would more ownership of my state of being look like? What would more ownership look like? Because sometimes when, when I notice myself being busy, I it's me against everything, all the projects that I've got going on. But ultimately, who's the one that created all these projects? It's me. It's my decision. And so if, if I'm being victim towards my busyness, then that's something which I need to be having a look at. But then when I, when I remind myself of my own ownership of my busyness and my own ownership of my life and my ownership of my work, then these projects are all created by me. It's my decision. So if I take ownership right now, either I'm at peace with being busy and it's a conscious decision. So not, I'm not really busy. I'm just working on projects, which I love. So I have to remind myself of that. Or if things have changed and I now desire to be less busy and create more space for myself, then I can take ownership of that. I can change that. I can delegate a few things or I can let go of some projects which are not high priority right now. And so that's just ownership of state of being. Because when I do that, then I'm in my power. Um, and so this way, there is no complaining. When I'm being busy, there is no complaining because then it's complete ownership. And so I'm wondering, and this is something which, which I really do a lot, a lot with my clients and our Climate Scholar members is an interesting experiment if you're inspired to do so. So for those of you who are listening, who are, if you're inspired to be taking more ownership in life and your and in ownership of your performance, ownership of your happiness, ownership of your state of being, ownership of, of the results that you create, ownership of the life that you create. This is a really cool experiment, which I highly recommend. No complaining. Imagine if you could go through life without complaining. You're not allowed to complain. What would that do? This is really interesting because a lot of people complain and they're focused on the problem. They focus on what they do not want. And the more they focus on that, the more it expands in their reality. And then more becomes a reality. And then the more they attract, the more problems they attract. And it's a downward spiral. Complaining is a complete waste of time. What if you did no complaining? What if you did not complain? What would that force you to do? Well, that would force you to either focus on the solution or let go of it if it's out of your control and just bring yourself back to the present moment and not give any thought to the thing that you're complaining about because it's completely pointless. That experiment could allow you to take more ownership of your situation, ownership of life, ownership of what it is that you want to create. No complaining. Just try it out if, if you're inspired to do so. If you're someone 
who's working in an organization, whether a small team, big team, there's something which I, um, I do with organizations as well, where there's no complaining between each other, but actually more people taking ownership. And so what I've, what I've noticed with this with clients is when people do not complain, they take a step back and they ask more questions and, and they ask more questions to each other so they can understand each other more. So there's, rather than complaining about each other or bitching about each other, they would take ownership, they would ask more questions so they can understand the other, the other person's reality and the, a more powerful relationship gets created. So rather than focus, focusing on the problem, they're, they're more solution orientated. That just saved a bunch of energy, not only just energy, but a bunch of productivity, revenue, profit, all that kind of stuff, all the good stuff. And that's really interesting because just from a simple experiment of not complaining. Cool. And the third um, insight or reflection this week was the power of 1% improvements. And it's so easy for us to get, especially the, the visionaries, visionaries and people who are you know, ambitious and have goals. And many of you listen to this podcast. Of course, I like that because you're into this personal development and leading and, and, leading and deliberately creating more of a conscious, um, created life that is full of your success, whatever you define a success as. Many of us can get caught up in looking at other people, looking on social media, looking at things that you want to create, but not, not there yet. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm in this all the time, by the way. I, I, I openly say this. I do catch myself. But this week, what was cool for me was I said to myself at the beginning of the week or last week, so I should say, I said to myself at the big, beginning of last week, I'm just going to be focusing on 1% improvements, just moving the needle forward. And whether that be at the gym, whether that be in business, whether that be in life, whether that be in uh, personal life um, with all the admin that needs to be done, I'm just going to focus on pushing the needle forward. And so there was no this massive expectation, which I normally have, or which I sometimes have um, of myself, but just pushing the needle forward. What's the small thing I can improve today? What's, what's the small thing I can do that will have massive results moving forward? And I do that consistently over different areas of my life. And that was really cool for me this week that, you know, what, what started off as just 1% improvement actually ended up being really large improvement over the week because I, I got a lot more done than I was anticipating. Um, so I kind of expected less of myself and just focused on the small shifts to then create massive results. And there was less expectation. There was less pressure on me, less self-created pressure, which then, what, what does that mean? So that, that means there was less thought in my mind about having the need to get this done. So who I was being in that moment was not someone who needs to get this done who I was being in that moment was someone who could make 1% improvement. So it felt really easy. It felt effortless. It felt like flow. It felt like I wanted to do it rather than I was forced to do it by myself, <laughs> if that makes sense. And so for you, a reflection is where could I focus on 1% improvement? Where could I focus on just moving the needle forward by 1% in this area of life? Cool. I hope that was a powerful episode for you. I would love to hear your thoughts um, and I shall see you in the next episode.